0: Hey everyone, welcome back to the Crystalline Network presented by Our Mother's Crystals. I am Dana, your host. Thank you so much for joining us once again. If you've been enjoying the episodes, listening to us on the podcast, I am so grateful and um, just glad you're here in the sacred space with us. If you were referred by someone to this channel Thank you so much for the referrals. That is the way that we really are able to expand and grow. So if any of our episodes have resonated with you, maybe just share it with someone you think would love it. Give us a like, give us a follow, and just enjoy all the magic that is this channel called The Crystalline Network bringing a network of individuals together to benefit you and to educate you and all of us along the way on this spiritual journey. We have an amazing episode for you to partake in today. We have a special guest, Chelsea, with Heart Healing. She is young in her years, but old in her soul and she is going to, I feel, be a major expander for you on your spiritual journey. I know she has been for me in the short amount of time that I have forged a relationship with her. She has so much knowledge already with inside of her to share with all of us. If you feel called to using cards oracle decks tarot decks in your practice if you feel that you have mediumship abilities which we all do but maybe you're just now tapping into them maybe you feel psychic and that is starting to blossom with inside your being chelsea is going to help support you on your journey in this episode it is extremely interesting. Her backstory is phenomenal. She is a California girl living in a Kentucky world now. I um, found her journey here to Kentucky and her spiritual awakening that happened and why she is now here in Kentucky and part of the spiritual community fascinating. And I have no doubt you are going to feel the same. I also want to take one moment. And just thank everyone that joined us during our live sales on Instagram. It was our holiday themed. Um, We call it the the holiday bazaar. And um, end of year clearance sale. Magical three day experience on Instagram. You can join us at Our Mother's Crystals if you haven't yet. And uh, so much energy, so much love. Lots of crystal babies found their homes And I am just so grateful for all of you for supporting us in that way, but also supporting yourself on your healing journey. Chelsea will mention um, as well in this episode that I do want to touch on um, a class that was held and she was presenting this for everyone to join. Now, due to the recording and the editing process we go through, it takes some time For an episode to come out. So, the dates that are mentioned, it will have already passed. But just know that you can reach out to Chelsea. All of her um, links will be in the show notes for future gatherings of that nature. I love you all so, so, so much. We are embarking upon a magical time of year with the holiday season. And whether you celebrate Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, maybe it's Yule, I wish you all happiness, blessings, and joy as this is a very significant time of the will of the year for a lot of people. It's also a very difficult time for people as well, especially when we have lost loved ones on the other side. And just know that you are being so supported on the other side during this time. Enjoy this episode, my loves, my witches and wizards. I love you all so, so much. If you loved what you saw, what you listened to, you can always leave us a comment as well on the YouTube channel. I will see that and I will respond. And you are always more than welcome to join us on all of our socials, which are in the show notes as well. We're on Pinterest. We're on Twitter. We're on TikTok. I keep saying Instagram, but we are on there too at Our Mother's Crystals. And of course, the YouTube and the podcast streaming on all of the major platforms. I wish you well on your spiritual journey. Love you all so, so much welcome to the crystalline network presented by our mother's crystals this is a safe place for all those who wonder and wander about crystals spirituality all things metaphysical hey everyone it's dana from our mother's crystals and the crystalline network i am joined today by a very very special woman in my life who um, brings a lot to the table. I feel like you're a one-stop shop, <laughs> if I may say so. Um, she does it all, and she has a lot of knowledge to share with us today. This is Chelsea from Hi, Heart everyone. Healing. Thank you for being here, Chelsea. i so, excited. so uh, real fast, this is a, a really cool way that we met. We actually met in person. Right, met in person. So, me and Chelsea had been following each other on social media, um Chelsea obviously lives here in Louisville. And um I think we just kinda got together via the community. Yeah. Right. Like we just found out from each other from the community. Well,
1: and it was so interesting how Spirit brings people together. Yes. Because I had yes. really, you know, one, I'm still, you know, I'm from California. I'm getting my bearings here, and I've been yeah. here for almost two years now. And still kind of discovering different layers of the community. And yeah. so what was funny was, and I don't think she would be weird about me bringing this up, but Kelsey had reached out to me, yeah. and she was just saying like, oh, so-and-so had recommended you Dana from Our Mother's Crystals, yeah. and I was like, I've not met her, but I wasn't a no, you know? I was like, yeah. like, oh, that's very cool that someone who doesn't even know me yeah. recommended me.
0: Well, you had been recommended to me, Oh. So, <laughs> so that's how that transpired, and Kelsey, who she's referring to, um, just got married, and I was able, I was so delighted to be able to attend her wedding and chelsea was there live doing tarot card and oracle card readings at this wedding talk about a fun wedding by the way that was a really fun wedding and i just want and so first of all i was in line to get my reading and we keep meeting eyes (laughs) and it's my turn finally because you had the longest freaking line ever there which was so cool it was so fun and chelsea was like
1: our mother's crystals. I just pointed at her. I was like, you, are mother's crystals. And I was like, yes,
0: Chelsea, come on, let's do this. So I got a card reading while I was there at the wedding. Doug got a card reading as well. And you were so spot on. And Doug
1: is such a great soul too. And he was so open and he was so ready to receive. And I think yeah. That was yeah. one thing I loved. And I hope that she listens to this later and just appreciate this. That was one thing I loved about her wedding was like how open to receive mm. the masculine part of her group was as well as the feminine.
0: It was beautiful.
1: And her grandpa was, I think, my favorite. Oh,
0: my gosh. That is ador- is didn't know her grandpa got a reading that's he did. adorable. And
1: he, at first he's like, what are you going to tell me? I'm 75. And I did his reading and he was like, you just gutted me, Chelsea. You just gutted me. And you went right for the throat. And I was like, I didn't mean to. He, but he had a black and he just kept wanting to spend time and so I loved that
0: well I have to give credit because everyone I talked to at that wedding like they were blown away by your abilities to deliver the message for them every single person I talked to said you were spot-on so yeah this girl is complete magic you are so wise beyond your years. You are so young. Yeah. But you know so much and you have such amazing ability. I um, I feel like I have so much to learn from you. Oh, thank you. So you are a Reiki master. Yes. You are a psychic medium. Yes. Um, you work with card divination, but you are also a spiritual counselor. Yes. As well. So... Like I say, she's a one-stop shop.
1: I'm like the Swiss Army knife of the Swiss Army the <laughs> Swiss Army that. knife of the spiritual world. I love that. So what do you do and, and what do you offer? So I,
0: I just listed these things, but how do you offer them? Yeah, those so to I have
1: several sessions that I work in. Um, first of all, my bread and butter is my psychic tarot readings. I think okay. like that's what I'm known for the most. Uh, however, mediumship I think is where spirit's really shifting my focus to. How fun. And I love the beauty in it. I love yeah. the connection. Um, And it's interesting. I see so many people. And I just want to say this as a caveat. We can all connect with spirit. Yes. We are all open to the channel of mediumship. And I think... I don't know why I feel like saying this. It can be your soul food. It doesn't need to be your work. Oh, I love that. And I think that for me, it is my yeah. work. It is my calling. But I have so many people who cross my path. Mm-hmm. And so many clients who are also gifted. And, and almost like they... They're not sure what to do with it. And yeah. so for me, it is offering sessions and readings and showing up for the community. As I'm also shifting into mentorship in that. Yes. Um, I think people just need a little reminder. You can connect with spirit and use mediumship and you do not have to talk to people's loved ones on the other side at the grocery store. Like you can, yes. you don't have to do it at the coffee shop. You don't have to be oh God, yes. the walking medium. It's a great party trick, but it doesn't need to be one.
0: Well, I appreciate you sharing that because I know when my mediumship started coming into play. It was right after I got Reiki attuned, by <laughs> Which the Which
1: happens a lot in case anyone's wondering. Yes.
0: And I was kind of walking around and allowing just random people to come into my realm, essentially, yeah. and talk about exhausting. Uh-huh. I'd be at the gym and people's grandfathers were wanting to talk to their, you know, their loved one. And that's exhausting at the same. It's thrilling, but at the same time, it can be very exhausting. And I love that you can say we can all be a medium, but you can use it to work your own magic and to Mm -hmm. benefit you. It doesn't have to benefit everybody else. It can just benefit you, essentially.
1: And I think, too, you know, and we'll talk more about this as well. Yeah, there is this like I want to say almost like a learning curve of how to turn it off and how to turn it on. Definitely, And I think Definitely. that, you know, we see it very glamorized on television that you're supposed to just walk around and give people messages, which I don't think that's mm-hmm. wrong. And many teachers call it the drive-by reading. Mm-hmm. But there's also something about it being a drive-by reading where it's yeah. the person's not prepared or this or that. And actually, you know, there is... A back end of that of where they are talking to the people that are walking by yeah. in case anybody was wondering that. Yeah. There is a production element to bring that. So yes. to people who are, I kind of feel like this is me sharing like, you're watching this, you're hearing this. It's, it's not what it looks like on TV, but yeah. TV is just trying to share it with you.
0: Yeah. And I feel like having a session with you would just be so much more intimate. hmm
1: and so yes, intimacy in the in the readings. I love family readings, but I yeah. think one on one is amazing too. I think I people prefer one on one. I think people want the support, and then they get in there and they're like, "Did I really need it?" And that's oftentimes no, but I think it is a great connector for family. Yeah. Um, as well as mediumship, I do offer Reiki sessions where I'm using sound bowls and using crystals and aromatherapy, and and I do offer you know different sessions as well, of like spiritual mentorship, because I've got. And those of you who are watching that love astrology, I've got a Virgo Me. I've got a Virgo rising that loves structure. And yes. so I'm like, bring your lab talk top and ask your work questions. Bring your, you know, your questions about life in general, and like, let's see what your guides have come up for you or what is being said or needed. Um, so I feel like my work is very open and you can find what you need. And if you don't know what you need, you can always ask me.
0: Well, and you probably provide it, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I I am fascinated by your backstory. So yeah. you are from originally from California. You just uh, moved here two years ago. Mm-hmm. Can you tell me a little bit about that transition coming from California yeah. to here In part of your spiritual awakening happened during that time. And I, her story is so fascinating.
1: So yeah, let's, I guess I'll go back to the beginning a little bit. Yeah. Um, You know, my first, and I like to say this, I had been a medium my whole life. I just didn't realize Mm -hmm. it until a certain point where it was just so abundantly clear. So it's almost like this was my aha moment, but now I know what my mediumship looks like. I can go back and see it as far as like as early as four and five years old. Oh, wow. But it was my first aha moment was, you know, my sister, her best friend, her closest friend had, you know, gone on a trip to Thailand Uh and she was actually even let me back up a little bit more this yeah. this gal my sweet friend carly she was my woo person like she yeah. was like girl you got to try crystals plants like you got to go here you got to do yoga you got you know and she was just trying to like open little doors for me yeah. and she was <laughs> I say this in a silly way she was my gatekeeper into the world of woo I love that and so we all need a friend like that. we all need that because mm-hmm. I didn't know you know I didn't have any of those tools I grew up really religious and I still connect with that to an extent correct i'm the same way i still connect in that but i just feel like i've expanded a lot of different doors in my spirituality um but she had gone on this trip to thailand and you know there was some there was some kind of it was kind of a complicated grief because there were things like i was still kind of fighting with her before she left about some silly thing from forever ago who knows when we're that age everything's a huge deal I was but... I was like 20 years old yeah. she was 22 my sister yeah. was 21 I think and I might have those infos wrong so Sarah let me know he <laughs> uh, <laughs> um but so she goes on this trip with friends and she's really excited about it and you know she it was so beautiful and she always used to say uh she always knew she was going to die young. That was one thing that was really hard to hear. wow. She she told us forever, she's like, I don't think I live a long time, and I'm really okay with that. And I remember always telling her, like, you never know. I just remember saying that. I'm like, you never know, you never know. But she knew. She knew, and she went on this trip, and she was having the best time of her life like I just remember her telling us like this has been the most enlightening opening and beautiful experience I've ever had Oh my gosh. and she went to like the elephant sanctuary and she met the elephants and then she on her way home on her moped she was hit by a bus oh my gosh and you know we got the call we found got out chills. Oh and God. it was one of those things where I mean wow that never like I know it happens but it's one of those like wow that's really crazy yeah <laughs> yeah but um My sister found out. How devastating. It was devastating. It was very, at first I was like, no, that didn't happen. And then it was like the next day it was real. And, you know, my sister was the notifier Mm -hmm. of letting people know what had happened. And so I was with her all day that day. And we had gone to this kind of like dinner with all of her friends just to kind of check in. Yeah. And on our way home, by the way, this is Southern California. Yeah. Bombing rain. Like I'd never seen it bomb rain in California in that area. And we're driving on the freeway, and I'm like, we might need to pull over. This is so bad. Like, I don't know what to do. And I just remember praying. I was like, I just want to make it home safe. And all of a sudden, it was like the sky. There was a literal hole in the clouds, and like two rainbows came down on the freeway. And I just remember seeing the rainbows lining the freeway and just saying, like, we're protected and we're safe. just remember thinking that. And then all of a sudden, I just had the the goosebumps all through my body. I have them now. <laughs> I do. I call it the vibration of truth because we're so aligned to that. Yeah. And so I felt it. And then I just kept hearing her say, Sarah, I'm here for you. I'm there for you. Oh, my God. So Carly was talking She was talking through me to my sister. And at first she was like, Chelsea, I I don't need that. Right. Like, almost like she just wasn't sure what was coming through. And I just couldn't stop repeating myself, which I learned that spirit does repeat themselves a lot. And we have to say, like, thank you for that message. I'd like to continue. But she just kept saying, I'm here for you. I'm there for you. I'm here for you. I'm there for you. And that was my first, I got home and I was like, oh my God, what was that? I was like trying to like understand it. I didn't have a name for it. I had told my close friend Liz about it and she was like, didn't, all?" she didn't put a name to it. She just said, I think you connected to spirit. And I was yeah. like, I think that is what just happened. And then right around that time, she, my friend Liz hands me a card deck and she's like, if that's how you started, you should try this. Now, she's Aquarius, so she's like... I love her already. She's my little instigator of like, let me give you a new tool. Let me give you a new tool. Let me give you a new tool. A new tool. I love her for that. Being an
0: Aquarius, I I can definitely... Um, yeah, I feel that. You're, yeah, the, I get it.
1: I think the Aquarius too, like no one seem. I almost feel like I haven't seen them be acknowledged as like the tool belt provider for people. I think that you kind of come out and you're like, here are the wares. Like, I will totally own that. I will own that as an Aquarius. That's spot on. And so she handed me the cards and she was like let's just see what comes up for you know let's see what you pull and I started doing a reading and she like looked I, I put it all out there and yeah. I kind of went through it and she looks at me and she was like that was spooky you should do more of this yeah and this was I want to say five years ago okay and so I was so worried about judgment from my family which they are so supportive now I wish I would have I told love them sooner that for you it's been kind of a we've been learning how it works for us and like yeah. what everyone's comfortable with sure but sure i was offering them like sneakily on the side for like years yes. and then you know 2020 happened yeah. i was a waitress i also had an interior plant design business for a little while oh, cool so i was going and maintaining plants and installing them in people's homes and like doing that on the side that's cool i was making succulent pumpkins with my friend Fine. and we had a good time uh, and I was the supervisor of the Santa Barbara Wine Collective. So I was doing like wine education tastings and like coordinating all these things. And then, and then 2020 happened and I lost my job. Yeah. And then I got it back, lost it again, got it back, lost it again. So it was like, I just kept being whiplashed by unemployment. Yeah. Which was really, I think a lot of us experienced that. And the, the man I was seeing at the time was really, And I want to just emphasize one, I don't think he'll ever listen to this. He is not woo at all. But uh, (laughs) he was very judgmental about me not having work. And that was really hard for me. And he was like, you know, it's really hard to, like, watch you struggle and these things. And I was just, I was hitting a wall. And I was living with my sister. And we had this cute little house in Ventura. Yeah. And, you know, keep being unemployed, I had to move out. You know, I had to move into my mom's, you know, garage, transformed studio, and I started working this, like, minimum wage job at a plant nursery that was, like, 10 hours a day of, like, being in the dirt and sweating. Yeah. And I actually loved it there, but it was a real struggle for me physically. Yeah. And then my dog got sick, my spirit dog, Becky. Oh, Becky. And I had to... So all of these big shifts were happening, and I just mm. was so low. I was... I, like, I almost, I like couldn't pick myself up. And so it was, like, then I finally got another job. Then I got unemployed again. And so then I ended things with the guy I was seeing, I had to move out and then I had to put my dog down and I was just like put in this like really low place. And my, I kind of circle back to my friend Liz. She's been my big connector to being here, to being in Kentucky. Okay. So she was like my friend Monica, who she's the owner of the Bodhi tree. She was coming to visit from Kentucky. And she was like, I think you need to meet my friend Monica. And I was like, sure. I don't mind. And we go there and she's like, well, Monica's a reader. So she's going to pull some cards for me if you're open to that. And I was like, I would love to have my cards pulled. Absolutely. Yes. And I just remember arriving there in like such a state. I just, I just remember almost felt like, like a cloche was over me, you know, like that glass, like Mm -hmm. almost like I couldn't feel anything. And I just remember showing up and her son comes up to me, Bodie who the name of the store is after him. Oh, I didn't realize yeah. that. How and, cute. and he was like all of, I think three years old comes up to me, hands me a book and says, will you read this book to me? Oh. And that was just like this gesture from this kid. I didn't know. And in this low place, I just felt so loved. Yeah. And she did this reading for me and there were things I was feeling about life. And she was like, Chelsea, I think you should try moving to Kentucky. I was like, I have never been there. I, I, I don't know anything about it. I don't know why I would go there. And she was like, well, according to your cards, if you were to move, you would become established. Mm. You would meet your soulmate. You would start mm. your spiritual career and you mm. would grow your life. And I was like, well, I feel like I've got nothing to lose. And then I kind of had that like click. I was like, did spirit literally remove everything, my life, Correct. everything in my life. Yeah. So I would have nothing to lose. Yeah. And so and now you started not resisting that. Yeah, I was like, I, I have no reason to fight no. it. And, girl, I would have. I would have. Yeah. If I had something something to hold on to, I would have stayed. Yeah. And so I, like, told my family. I kind of told a fib. <laughs> I kind of said I was going out here for work. And I kind of had this, like, which I really sh- didn't need to do. I could have just said I was going and I didn't really have a reason other right. than trust. But I was kind of like, oh, let me just have this, like, Idea of something, and you wanted to make them comfortable with the situation too. Yeah, because no, no one understood it, and that was really hard. Going,
0: growing up in California, and then just saying, "Hey,
1: I'm going to move to Kentucky of all places." (laughs) They're like, "Why?" Yeah, right. I was like, "I just have a good feeling about it," and they're like, "Well, why don't you visit first And so, I had sold all of my stuff. Wow! I packed up my Subaru, and I was like, "You're such a gypsy." (laughs) Well, I I do feel that way sometimes. I'm like. I don't, I, I never really cared about stuff. So it was just kind of like, yes, forget it. Get rid of it. It's fine. I'll keep what I need. Right. Uh, and I loaded up my car and I flew out here and I was like, if I'm wanting to move here, I will fly home. I'll drive my car, but okay. I'm going to test it out and see. I never came home. You, so, your car is still in like California? No, now? I, uh, I ended up having my friend, Monica's dad. I paid him and he, he was coming out to visit and I was gotcha. like, can I pay you to drive it back? And he was like, absolutely. Cause I was like single woman driving across the country. Got some concerns about safety. What if something happened? I was kind of overthinking it. Right. Um, And he did, but it was one of those where I was like, no, like, I have to give this everything I've got. This is amazing. I was like, if I fail, I can always go home. There's always a place to return to. Like, but I'm, and I remember my mom being mad for a minute and then she was like, Chelsea, give it a year. I know I'm not happy about you leaving, but don't come home until you really have given it what you can. Give it a year. Yeah. Here we are two years later and everything worked out. So in, you met your soulmate. I you, met my fella. Yeah. Uh, so I had moved in January. I got my first apartment in February. I met him in March. Oh my gosh. And uh, he was. Do a, you know
0: your human design? I'm a manifester. That was, okay. Yeah, We did talk about that now that I'm uh, asking this question <laughs> yep. previously, because I was going to say, you have to be a manifestor, or generating mm-hmm. manifestor mm-hmm. in human
1: design. I love human design. I so. love human design. And it, it's really helpful for me now using it to mm-hmm. understand my flow and work now. Definitely. Um, but it was just so interesting. Like he was actually in Phoenix for six months and he moved home in February. The universe
0: completely conspired for you. They
1: conspired for me because they were like, okay, we're not going to just put you out here by yourself. And And, I'm so glad about that.
0: And what's so amazing about your story is that when you stopped resisting these changes and transitions that were happening in your life and you actually listened to the universe, Mm
1: -hmm. everything
0: started to fall into place for you in your life. And I think you are a great example of
1: how how when you're in the flow... Everything just starts working out for you. It does, and I feel like you know. And I'm so grateful I have my logical, maybe skeptical partner. Yes, because I am all trust. I, you know, at this point, and you know, I have so much evidence in my own experience. I can so relate to where that. Where he's like, "Should you know? and I'm like, "I." I trust Spirit and he's like I get that but I think we should ask some safety questions. I'm like I appreciate that. <laughs> some about you. safety questions. That's cute. I like he's that. He's a huge support and mm-hmm. he is really learned kind of how to like be my partner in the work. Yeah, and also it's nice that he's my like logical sanctuary to go to. That's not oh. all woo all the time. Yes,
0: right. And and Doug is that grounding force for me too, because mm-hmm. I tend to stay up in the clouds. Mm-hmm. I always jokingly say I'm an airhead because <laughs> I'm always in the clouds, yeah. right? I'm always floating with spirit. And Doug is definitely the person in my life that keeps me grounded. And I think we need that, I you think know, we when, do. when we work in this type of of work that we do. So when you you started with really kind of car divination, yeah. but really you started with mediumship. Mediumship was... But you didn't know it at the time. Well,
1: and I think I was really afraid of it. When's I, the first time, like, you had a medium experience? Other Before car... Before that, where... My first ever was, so the first home I ever lived in. So I was born and raised in Grass Valley, California. So I'm not from Southern California. i lived there for like six years, but I'm originally from the deep north of California (laughs) in the mountains in a small town where the county was 20,000 people at the time. Okay. So I grew up in this really small town in the mountains, you know, uh, in the trees and it was beautiful mm-hmm. it was near tahoe so it was that kind of environment Oof, um which so nice. i feel very blessed that that's where i grew up yes. and it was really an amazing um amazing place to live uh but our first house was a mining hotel that had been burnt down and was rebuilt over oh wow so lots of energy there there's lots of energy mm-hmm. and i remember being probably i want to say like five or six years old somewhere around there and i remember you know, seeing almost what looked like dirty handprints on the walls, Mm. which, and there was only one room original to the house. And it I want to say was my sister's bathroom may not have been fully original, but there was this old chandelier and old bathtub and it just had this vibe. Yeah. And my sister did not like that bathroom, used it, but didn't love it. And I just remember one time feeling like I was like, there is a miner in that bathtub, mom. Oh my God. And my gosh. whole life, we talked about minors because it was where the gold rush really had started was yeah. the area that I lived in. And so yeah. it was like, I remember telling my mom that, and she just had a priest come down and bless the house and like called it a day. And then, you know, I just, I remember, this isn't anything she said to me, but I just remember thinking like, why am I so negative? Like that was my mindset. I was mm. like, well, that's not real. So I just have these negative thoughts. Oh my gosh. Th- none of it was negative. Right. And then, when I was about thirteen years old, one of our one of my really close friends um, died in an accident. Okay. And I'm not going to overshare too much about that, just for like the privacy oh, of the absolutely. family. Absolutely, that's um, totally fine. But I remember, you know, being and going to the funeral, and you know, connecting with the family. And I remember seeing how it happened, replay in my mind over oh, and wow. over. And I just remember thinking, like, why am I letting myself think these these scary things about my friend?
0: And it wasn't necessarily
1: you thinking them. It was actually spirit working through you. And they were trying to show me what had happened. And that it was an accident and that it wasn't anything. Like, it was almost like he was just trying to let me know that it was okay and this is what had happened. And
0: so you are uh, getting into
1: forensic yes. type of mediumship, yes. correct? And I will... So, I find this very interesting. And so, yes, I am studying the forensic stuff. I'm giving myself a little pause with it. I want to do more, but okay. it, is, it is heavy. And so I'm trying to give Yeah, my, And I'm... Yeah. So one of the classes I'm working on, which if... My, like, my goals person is Lisa Williams. I think yep. she is a bad bitch medium. Yes. And she does all the things that I want to do, and she's kind of 20 years ahead of the game on me. And I was like, I want to be like her in 20 years. Yeah. Maybe a little different, sure. But she's who I aspire to. And she has this forensic mediumship course, and she kind of works you through some exercises. Yeah. And what's fun is, I yeah, like, I'm interested in those things, and I think they're really fascinating, and it comes up a lot in my work. Um but my mom and my little brother love crime junkies, and so yeah. she kind of has you work through homework, and my mom's a teacher, and I was like, can you build me some homework based on the podcast you listen to so yeah. I can work on cases? And so it's been really fun to kind of have our worlds collide. You've been strengthening that muscle of yours then mm-hmm. by doing that with your, your with mother, my mom, essentially. mom, which has been really cool. And at first she was like, kind of like, Ooh, the heebie jeebies and all that. And then she was like, this is so fascinating. So it's been really fun for us to play in that. Yeah. I will say when I first got into, you know, how I, you know, claimed medium, I think that's the hard part. It's like coming out of the closet. It's like, how do I claim this? I agree. And so I had moved to Louisville. I was starting to get my bearings. I was doing card readings Mm -hmm. and I was trying to kind of solve everything by Like, I was also like, I might be a massage therapist. I don't know. And then, so I I found this space, which was Healing Within. Yes. Which is where Molly also works. So if you've been listening to the podcast, Molly and I are really, really close to an extent, like in work. And we used to work side by side and we had a lot of fun. Um, so I worked at Healing Within and Jessica Tanzel, who's my mediumship mentor, was the co-owner of that space. Okay. And when she was interviewing me, she's like, I'd love you to bring your cards and just kind of see a little bit of your magic. And I was like, yeah, absolutely. And I was putting some cards down and she just kept looking at me funny. And I was like, is there something wrong? Like, is, did you you not like your message? I was really overthinking her face. And she was like, so when are you going to kind of put mediumship out there? Mm. And I was like. Mediumship. She nudged you. She was very much like, when are you going to do that? And mm-hmm. I was like, well, she's like, have you been speaking to loved ones on the other side? And I was like, oh, yeah, I've done that a bunch of times. But I don't know if I would call myself a medium. And she was like, Chelsea, you, she was like, I have a course. Like, you should try it. If you want someone to talk to, you can always reach out yeah. to me. And that was my first like, wait, there's classes on this? Wait, there's a world on this? And it was just like with her, it was like I kept opening up this community aspect. And it
0: was also like a breadcrumb, another breadcrumb yet from spirit leading her down the path. If you wouldn't have ever came to Louisville, Kentucky. I would have never. Right. This may not have ever been what you do now. Mm -hmm. That's beautiful. And
1: I think I was really surprised at how open the spiritual community is here. Yeah. And, and this isn't a judgment towards California. I just Mm -hmm. think that there the spiritual community is very like, I hate to say it, but whitewashed and very, okay. and very like, you have to wear the Lululemon. Like you have to go to the hot yoga class. Like you have I got to, you. You, yeah. you know, it was very like meditation, mindfulness, yoga. Like that was yeah. what I knew of the spiritual world. It's not to say that's a bad thing. And I think it's still beautiful. And I had some amazing spiritual people there. Yes. But when I moved to Louisville, it was like the big time. It was like the big show. Up. It's more your vibe, right? It's more, It resonated more with you. Yeah. Me. Um, I love hearing that. Yeah, and I I Kentucky is a beautiful place yeah. that has offered me way more than I ever expected and I just love hearing that. So Thank anyone you. listening, as as someone who's a transplant from California to Kentucky, the spiritual community is strong and supportive mm-hmm. and loving and there is this like really easy to channel energy about this space. Now, I don't know if you've ever studied the kind of geography of like the crystalline network in Kentucky. Yes. It is such a protector too. Yes. So it's we're very safe. We're gritted. We're gridded here mm-hmm. naturally, which is really beautiful. Yes. I've gone other places, and I'm like it's a little bit more challenging for me to channel in certain places. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. So like, is I, it easier here? It's easy for me here and in Asheville, North Carolina. Uh, I can they have see a very similar. There's gridding. a portal there. Por- <laughs> there's a portal here <laughs> and there, and also like there's some places in California, like Shasta yeah. or Northern California, it's yes. easy for me to channel those places. It's too. Too. Interesting, but I just thought, oh well. Speaking of crystals, like there yeah. is these natural spaces that are gridded to make it easier for you to channel. One
0: hundred percent. I, I, I find it fascinating that you have lived that in
1: multiple places. Yeah, and can speak upon that, which has been really interesting. And I think, yeah, you know, we don't talk about. I mean, and some do, but I just feel like in my worlds, I'm having to discover a lot for myself. Yeah, and you know, it's so. Oh, I don't know why I really want to bring this up too. You know, because we're talking about community, we're talking about mediumship and the education in it. There are so many worlds of mediumship that I didn't know about. Like, when I first learned about it, I was like, that... Long Island Media, the one with the hair. Right. She's on the TV. Right. Like, I remember thinking that, and it was like, ah, uh, her, but also there's more. Yeah. And I, the more I've learned, it's like, there's a whole spiritualist community in Lilydale, New York. If you're ever wanting to. Mm-hmm. I want to go to Lilydale so oh, bad. I want to go so bad. So, to just speak on that. If you're wanting to learn about yeah. it, there's this documentary called No One Dies in Lilydale. Rent it, watch it. Yeah. It's beautiful. But there are these communities that just, that's what they believe in and do as they're like, their whole life. Yeah, they They're... live that life. And there's a place in, I want to say London, I may have that wrong, but. It's called Arthur Finley, and it's this like Hogwarts-style school for mediumship. Sign me up. I know. <laughs> I want to go and learn, you know, trance mediumship there, and you know, oh, trying cool. To, yeah. Which trance? I've done it. It's just there is to. I get all uncomfortable so when I talk about it, but when I tell you she's like multifaceted.
0: You're multifaceted. Yeah. You do a lot of different things, even within just like a mediumship. Yeah. And like talking about card divination, which is kind of how you started, yeah. essentially. We have a lot of Crystal family members that are heavy into using card divination. Yes. But a lot of them are newbies and they're beginners yeah. in this. And I remember being there. You know, yeah. I remember being the newbie and just starting out and being really excited, but not knowing where it was going to take mm-hmm. me. And with card divination, do you personally prefer tarot or oracle cards or mm-hmm. maybe a combination of yeah. the two? Speaking I, speaking from someone that has knowledge on both and someone that uses this daily as
1: the uh, in a practice. Yeah, yeah. So, when I think about getting started in cards, you know, what I like, what I prefer, all of that. Um it's interesting if you're someone who likes to buy crystals just based on what calls to you, that's yeah. how I feel about the cards. Yeah. I don't I don't necessarily mm-hmm. pick based on oh this is traditional, this is non-traditional, this is oracle, this is not. I think it's important to Play with both. See what resonates to you. And to me, I feel like each deck has a personality. Well, I agree. I think each
0: deck has an essence. You know, each deck has its own spirit. And I tend to choose decks on just what I'm drawn to, like what Mm -hmm. I'm called to. Mm -hmm. Um, Sometimes it's the artwork. The Mm -hmm. artwork really speaks to me in the card. Other times it's just the energetics Mm -hmm. of the,
1: the card deck itself. And I enjoy working with both. I do, too, and I find that I go through my seasons with which deck I lean towards more. I do, do too. And I think that, you know, I've talked to what I call, like, you know, baby readers who are just getting into it, and I feel like that's such a fun way to look at it, because it's like, the door is open, your curiosity. I think there's a lot of, like... You know, beliefs of like, oh, you should be gifted your first card deck. I don't think that's necessarily true, but I love to gift a deck. I
0: agree. So I was always told that, that mm-hmm. you had to have your first deck gifted. And I was like, well, I'm just sitting here for like a year waiting on somebody <laughs> to <laughs> gift me a deck. Someone to please. And I finally just said, F it. I'm buying a deck and I never look back after that. Now I have a collection of decks, which I love. So I, um, I appreciate that you have the same feeling upon that. And
1: I'm always, because there are yeah. no rules. There are no rules and I think that if if you feel called and you know what my my whole belief system comes down to if it doesn't feel good for you it's not for you right and so if it feels good for you go ahead absolutely and you know, obviously like your discretion is your own not mine yes and so when I think about the cards I say it's not about memorizing oh eight of swords means this or yeah. you know I think you can go about it that way mm-hmm. but that's never how I learned it I just learned the language of each deck that I had Oh, I
0: love I love that. And
1: so it's like every because
0: th- I I was very analytical yeah. at first with tarot, especially because mm-hmm. I was trying to memorize mm-hmm. <laughs> the cards and even the zodiac signs associated with the mm-hmm. cards. And and um, I was just like, I, I can't
1: were, I can't take you, it anymore. Well, I can't and do this. I think this. you were getting into the archetypes too, which yes. is right, which is super helpful for you to be able to. Oh, yeah. What is your, what is your um, Mercury in, if you don't mind me asking? No. Okay, that's I, fine. I, I was just curious. I, I have, I'll have to look. We'll circle I've, back. I've but... got the chart. I just don't <laughs> know it off the top of my head. Because when I think about, you know, the Mercury and, like, how we communicate, mine's yeah. in Pisces. So oh, okay. So it's all about trust, channel, and flow. Yes. yes. So that's yes. where I lean towards with cards. So if I were to teach someone how to use cards, I would say pull a card for yourself every day and really let yourself... Read about it. Sure. Read the book. I, th- I always say read the book. Yeah. Because it is a great tool. And then it becomes a part of your dictionary and you learn what it shows yeah. up for you in different readings. Yeah. Um. Oh, did I want to say anything else on that?
0: You just, do you prefer both Oracle and Tarot? I say both. let let the deck choose you let essentially, choose, or, or which yeah. one feels good to you,
1: yeah. Because I think it will, you will be drawn to one that you can't let go. I think, especially like if you were to go to a space like where I work where there's a whole wall of cards, it's like let the one that you want call to you, yes. And use your intuition. I'm always like always about
0: strengthen that muscle because if you don't use it, you will lose it. And we've all done that over time, oh, yeah, just going through schooling and the you know robotic nature of you know growing up in society and we we tend to lose that because we're not strengthening that muscle enough we're not using it enough so get back to using your intuition and choosing a deck of cards I think is a fun way mm-hmm. to do that. Um transitioning into like with card reading or mediumship because mm-hmm. I know again we have a lot of crystal family members that have had medium thing, mediumship things happen to them, maybe psychic things happen to them, um, and or with card readings, do you have any, like, for the newbies, mm-hmm. do you have any, like, little tips or tricks to, like, strengthen that muscle yeah. or to start using their cards or to start tapping in to that mediumship ability more?
1: I would say when we talk about, like, specifically with mediumship, one of the things I always like to say is spirit is specific i think that we we think that they're just gonna show us a very clear sign but (laughs) yes they can but i think they also need a structure so i always say like set up your signs with them what's your yes what's your no Once Mm. you're like, yeah, that's, that's big. I think it's like, you know, and I do this a lot in the car, Like my, my drive is a lot of my meditation time. Okay. Because one, I'm kind of one of those people, if I'm focused, it puts me into that beta mindset. Yes. And then I can really channel or really communicate with my guides. And so when I think about, like, setting up signs with them, I'll say, okay, I want to see yes is a yellow school bus and no is a, an old red Ford truck. Like, get as specific as you want. I think you'd be surprised at how much they really do show up This for just you. blessed my heart, and and I'm going to allow you to keep
0: going here in a second, but I have to share this because something just clipped in yeah. my head. And I didn't, I guess I didn't really, I, I didn't realize that Doug and I were actually doing this. We were <laughs> driving home, and... um. I'm a big believer in asking for signs with spirit. And Doug doesn't do it obviously as much as I do, but I was like, I forget what it was about, but I was like, Doug asked for a sign. Mm -hmm. And so he had these like two random signs. Like, I want to see a Dodge Ram truck that's this and this and this. Like, Mm -hmm. it was very specific, right? And uh, something else, and I can't remember what it is at the moment. But don't you know, on the way home, we saw both those signs. And it was confirmation from Mm -hmm. Spirit. But I didn't, like, I didn't put the correlation together that that's strengthening your mediumship muscle. And
1: it's also training, and think about this too, when we talk about, you know, generational healing, in action, or we're thinking about how we're connecting with our guides, you know, do they grow, do they change, you know? Are they expanding? Yes, yes, and yes. And I think that the more that we help our team learn our tools and also learn how to communicate better with us, the stronger our loved ones on the other side are to help us. I 100% agree with that because I feel like
0: the more that you show up for them and or the more that you show up for the universe, spirit, God, whatever you label it, the more it shows up for you. Mm-hmm. 100%. And they want to help us. They do. They they are like our biggest cheerleaders, y'all. We, mm-hmm. first of all, we're never alone. They mm-hmm. are always there. Yes. And they are literally cheering us on from the other side. But all we have to do is be open to that, that they're there and doing that.
1: And calling on them, Yes. Because I think Ask that help. we almost worry that we're burdening them. I do sometimes. They have infinite time. I do sometimes. I'm <laughs> like, I'm
0: sorry, I'm calling all I'm I'm sorry this is going down again, y'all. But
1: but well and it was okay, so I, I don't know why I have to share this because Please I think do. it's 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 something that was going on and it's really, really funny. Um <laughs> so there was that Norton Commons home giveaway that just happened. Yeah. I bought a ticket and I was like, why not? Yeah, you know, sure. let's let's play with manifesting. Sure. Like let's see what comes up and it was one of those things, it's like, worst case scenario, all the money goes to helping people, so what's it matter? Exactly. And I was playing with it for like a week. I was like, okay, how can I manifest this? And it was so interesting. I was watching my guides work with my soul contract, and they were negotiating for me.
0: Really? And
1: I never thought about manifestation as if our team is negotiating with other teams of family. I've not thought of it that way either. I didn't either, and I was connecting with some friends of mine, and we were kind of going back and forth, and I l- you got to have your woo people to rat at tat with, because yeah. it's really yeah. interesting to see how they work, but... You know I think there are people where we I think we do have fixed things in our life that happen and I also think there's negotiations yes and it was funny because I was putting it on my grid and I was like really working on it I had all the crystals set up and I was I was getting it all geared up and I was like okay spirit come on and I was manifesting it and I went on this drive (laughs) and I I came home and I was like spirit I want to sign just about like either show me my ticket number show me the house address like yeah if it's for me i need a big sign and i want to see it before i exit to my house okay i I gave and i know that's demanding sorry y'all but i was like i just want a confirmation and i felt i was my grandma who comes in a lot my Gigi ma she is so clear with me okay so i love that about her I start to go to exit home, and someone cut in front of me, like almost like cut me off and got in front of me. It was a moving van, and on the back of it it says "Do it yourself and save." And I was like,
0: Bitch. "No way!" And I was
1: like, "Fine, Grandma." I'll she spilled
0: the tea for you. She's like, "No, honey.
1: No, honey." She's like, "You can do this all by yourself." And she's like, "You and I both know that house doesn't have all the things that you need."
0: Yes, and but here's the thing: they will answer you and. Whether you like the answer or not is, you know, it, they're going to deliver it regardless.
1: And I think people... You asked for the sign yeah. and they gave oh, it to they you. They gave it to me. and, and That I, is so funny. And I remember <laughs> thinking too, I was like well, I'm not going to get in a fear-based mindset, Grandma. I'm trying to manifest. Right, and she was right. like, well, you asked. And, and I still kind of <laughs> let myself roll with it because I was like, well, I, I need to get more comfortable being in this energy and yeah. manifesting so specifically. Yes. And I think that we can. And other things that were on my list did come to fruition. And yeah. I had other people on my like grid that I was like, "Had has this, this, or this happened? Yeah, And they were like, yes, I've had this shift and this. So it does work. But I think we also need to know our team is – our team is negotiating things for I, us. I love that. I love that they negotiate for me. And it's interesting because...
0: it's em- comforting to me. It is That's
1: comforting. empowering to me. Like, oh my gosh, they're actually like dealing with other groups to like yeah. help make things happen for yeah. me. So, I, and I love to think that my grandma's the one that's got like the gauntlet. She's like, all right, listen, everybody. Here's what Chelsea <laughs> needs right now. You can hear her talking. I can hear her talking to me. And, you know, I've been in... So, one thing I also kind of wanted to expand yeah, on too is... Do. Um, Connecting with other mediums will strengthen Mm. your mediumship. Oh, that—that's. thank you for sharing that. And so
0: there... I think it's major to have a support system.
1: And people to practice with, too. Because it's, you know, I remember taking my first classes. I could not get someone to do help me with my homework. It was really hard because the people I was asking for support weren't ready for mediumship. Gotcha. And it is a very tender subject. I will also say being trauma-informed is really important when you're getting into this work because... You need language. You need tools to because you could say heavy things, yes. or you could say something a little more gentle to communicate the same. Right. Um, but go circling back to I go to a mediumship circle at Jessica Tamzil Space once a month, and I'm kind of like the TA there right now. Okay, okay which is really yeah. fun for me. Um, but going there and working on things, <laughs> they kind of show you some really great tools of like one of the ways that we practice almost separating our spirit guide team and how to like visually see who's showing up for us. Cause so many people we wonder like, well, who's on my team? Yeah. who's watching over me? Yeah. I could guesstimate based on who's passed in my life, it might be these people. I think you'd be surprised at who really is a part of your council. Yeah. And I usually, you know, usually you've got like three and they may even rotate. Oh, okay. So okay. most of the time we have at least three. I typically work with about four or five myself. Interesting. And it was so interesting. We worked through this exercise where we were like closing our eyes as a group and it was almost like this empty auditorium with like a spotlight in the center and there were three chairs and it was like, sit your loved ones in the three chairs. Mm-hmm. You're going to communicate with each one and I'd never done that with my own team I'd done it with other people's loved ones but not with my own and so it was so hysterical to me because in my mind I'm like watching my own spirit team and I see my grandma pick up her purse the same way she used to she was like coming into the room and she like picks up her little clutch and she like picks it up and tucks it under her arm and she just and she used to just sit like so like Poised. Yeah. And I just started bawling because I hadn't seen her mannerisms like that in so long. Oh. And I was like, oh, my God. It is that visceral for me too. I just thought it was easier to read other people, but I can see mine just as clearly as anyone else's. Incredible.
0: Is. And this was supported by,
1: by a mediumship circle yeah. and connection and getting to hear feedback from everyone else about how they saw their people.
0: So I have to agree with you. I feel that strengthening your practice, whether it's card, excuse me, card divination, Psychic mediumship, or whatever it is yeah. at that point, to have woo friends, as you as you say, I like that. Um, a support group, mm-hmm. someone to bounce ideas off of. I experienced this, or or what have you. I think
1: that's so important. And and listen to like there's some amazing podcasts. Yeah, and there are some amazing virtual courses you can take. I think it's helpful to have people in person, but if you can't find yeah. that go yeah. online. I think you'll find more than you're expecting. 100%. And I've loved, and I've had many different teachers and, that I've practiced with.
0: And you know, when the student is searching, the teacher appears or that yes. support. Well, all, all you must do is ask, like put that out in the universe. I'm looking for a community. I'm looking for a friend. I am looking for this to support me in this side of my spirituality. And it's amazing how... Spirit puts things together mm-hmm. for you to allow that to happen. And it might be a book. It might, it might be yeah. a friend that says, hey, you should talk to such and such or whatever. Um, I love that. Thank you for sharing that. Mm-hmm. I I have to ask you this. Uh, yeah. Because we're all about the crystals here, baby. Oh, yeah. All about the crystals, yes. baby. Um, how do you personally work with crystals in your everyday life? Just so much. Or or yeah. in
1: your practice. I will speak to both. Okay, please do. So I have please do. Man well one, I have crystals all over my house, of course. I have a home Reiki grid where I have crystals yes. set up, which if you're not familiar with a Reiki grid it is using crystals and your Reiki symbols to mm-hmm. manifest, to mm-hmm. bless, to create, to put anything that you need in this. So even if even if you're calling and healing, you can put it on your Reiki grid, right. which I put on there this morning. <laughs> um, I also think about in work, I do have on my table because I have a circular table where I work with clients and that's where I have my back and forth for cards and readings and all of that. And I have this table. In the center of my table, I have a selenite ball. Okay. Which of course every, I love the psychic like playing on the crystal ball. Yes, right. I don't divinate with the crystal ball, but it is a selenite ball. So when I am getting a lot of energy Mm -hmm. and I'm needing to kind of boost myself a little bit, I'll put my hand on that crystal ball. And around it, I've got a tower of adventuring and smoky quartz, and oh my gosh, and cracked clear quartz that has yes. little, some rainbows in it. Yes. And it's just for like enhancing, protecting, and also like clearing the channel and clearing the space.
0: Yeah, you've got the energies balanced,
1: essentially. Yeah. And so then when I work in Reiki, mm-hmm. I, I may place crystals on you. Yeah. And, but for me, My flow is always about trust and what spirit's guiding me. So I do have knowledge on a lot of crystals, but I'm not necessarily like a crystal reader or um, someone who is fluent in exactly how to use them. But I do just trust the flow of what spirit's guiding. I think that's so important is to just trust what you're being guided, told to do, especially with crystals. And I think that part of what I think about crystals too, and also the same energy of Reiki is they're, they're enhancing. Thank you. It's enhancing what's already there. Yes. I don't, and it's kind of like I preach that. Reiki and crystals, if you're using them with love and intention, Mm -hmm. you can't do it wrong. Thank you for sharing that. I say, how many times have
0: you all heard me say there are no rules and you can't mess it up Mm -hmm. as long as the intention is there?
1: And the only time I've ever felt that using crystals was maybe not the best uh-huh. is when someone was really anxious and they've got like, well, I've got a hundred crystals around me and I don't know why I'm so damn anxious. I'm like, you've got a lot of energy around you. Maybe you needed like almost a dark room of a reset. What, which I, I feel like I probably need in the house because this <laughs> house is full of freaking
0: crystals and high vibrations and I probably do like to get more grounded and to get more centered and well, to I'm get sure re- you
1: have crystals in here that are also going to help you be grounded too. I, I do but, and it's setting the intention to do so yeah but them. it was that's like the only one time I was like you might as, you might just be a little bit overwhelmed by the energies <laughs> but you're not doing it wrong but maybe Correct. you need a break like almost Correct. like that but yeah <laughs> that's so funny I remember putting them in like why are you putting it there I'm like because your spirits told me to
0: yeah you were guided to do so and that's how I I have always personally worked with Crystals, Um, of course. I've researched a lot and done a lot of metaphysical research and what have you. But I always tell people, like with the metaphysical properties of crystals, don't get too caught up on that because just because rose quartz is all about unconditional love for the majority of people, or that's what's accepted, right, in the spiritual community,
1: it might be really protective for you. Yeah, yeah, it feels like a big hug. You know, and when we think about you know maintenance of the aura. Yeah. and and cuz again when we're using crystals and we're incorporating it a lot of it is actually healing our aura. I feel a oh, lot of the time I 100% agree with that. And so I think about you know when I, when I am thinking about my aura and how to protect myself and yeah. how I was trained, you know my teacher always talked about the glenda the goodwitch bubble <laughs> and how it emanates in pink light yes. around your heart. Right. And so to bring mm-hmm. in rose quartz into that, mm-hmm. it's like well, my protective aura only lets love in. Yeah. So, why wouldn't I enhance the love with rose quartz, which would protect me?
0: Exactly. And that's what I, that's, thank you mm-hmm. for sharing that. And by the way, Chelsea always said or has told me, I speak human. You speak human, yeah. Yeah. So, I love that about her because so often we get into these woo woo things, mm-hmm. and um, especially with psychic mediumship or uh, card divination. The person that is relaying the message, it doesn't always translate mm-hmm. really well. But you speak human, yeah, to where we understand it. Well, and I had, a and th- I love that about you.
1: And a good friend of mine, she's an astrologer, and I think I believe her podcast is called "I Speak Human." I need and to I have, have her on. You should. I'll, con- Victoria, when you listen to this, Victoria, when I send it to you. You're going to be on here. Come on, baby. But she talks a lot about. She makes it make sense, and I think that's what mm-hmm. people, mm-hmm. you know. There are some amazingly talented, and I will just say woo people. Yeah. That's my favorite. Yeah. There's some amazingly talented woo people who really speak in these very high dimensions. These very light and airy and magical places, and it's really hard for someone who is just starting out Mm -hmm. to get what they need. Correct. And that's not to say what they're doing is wrong, but that might be not who they need to start with yet. Yeah. And so I always say, like, I'm the most regular of the woo people. (laughs) That's what I always tell people. I'm like, I'm the most logical, regular, like uh, my sign is Pisces, but I have a lot of Virgo. So my first business name was the Practical Pisces. Oh, cute. And so, and my partner still calls me that as a joke, but I'm always like, I like to be practical about this. And I like to not just say like, I think a lot of people will get readings and it's like, it can be so big. And I'm kind of like, let's talk about how we actually execute what's coming up.
0: I think you make it comfortable. Yeah. I think you make it really comfortable for anyone from any walk of life, even people that might be super religious and just now like, oh, I kind of want to get a card reading, but I'm kind of scared of the cards because yeah. I've heard that a lot. Yeah. I feel like you would be a very comfortable person to go to for yeah. that. Uh, you keep it real, but you you speak yeah. human, which I, I, I prefer. So, so chelsea transitioning now because i'm sure a lot of people are going to want to connect with you now Mm -hmm. and maybe want to have a card reading with you or have a psychic mediumship with you or Mm -hmm. even a reiki healing which i think is so exciting um or maybe they are looking for um a spiritual mentor in their life how can people connect with you and contact
1: you yeah So I would suggest coming to my website, hearthealingchelsea.com. We'll have that in the show notes. Or finding me on Instagram at hearthealing. I also have a Facebook page as well. Um, my suggestion to starting out for anyone who's really not sure what to pick or not sure where to go, I actually think the psychic tarot reading is a great entry into things and it will guide us where we need to go. Okay. And I think it's a very gentle, one thing I love about it because I think the difference between, you know, a psychic tarot reading versus getting mediumship, they're both going to provide you with clarity. Mm -hmm. But if you're really wanting clarity on your whole life, Mm. I would go for the psychic tarot reading. If you're wanting movement forward, you're wanting change, you're wanting guidance and clarity I think that's a great place to start okay and I think the mediumship is are you trying are you seeking closure with a loved one like I think that's really you can get guided by your team and spirit on in mediumship but I think for a really clear path and direction I'd love to start with psychic tarot okay Wonderful. Um, And then I also have an event coming up called okay. Ascension Activation Through Gratitude with mm-hmm. Jessica Tanzel. It's at 2003 Eastern Parkway okay. on November 27th. Okay. Um, and this will be a sound bath all about expanding you into I love sound baths I love a sound and that's one part of what I do in my Reiki is I use the sound bowls and I try to do a once a month sound bath because I love that wonderful I'm working towards doing it more consistently yeah that's good to know yeah so that is part oh I didn't even mention that earlier I am also a practitioner with sound bowls and healing and I use them in my sessions as well okay Um, but I do a once a month sound bath this one will be with Jessica Tanzel and it's all about activating you and ascending you, but also through gratitude. Okay. Gratitude is so important. Gratitude is magnitude. Yes. And it really, the more that we think yes. about what we want in life as though it's already happening with gratitude. Correct. The more that we call it in. That's manifesting, baby. Mm-hmm. That, that is the true power. Straight to from the mouth of a manifester. <laughs> yeah,
0: there you go. <laughs> right. That, that. Listen, I probably need to have you back on, on manifesting. I think that would be interesting. Well, I would love to. So, if you're up to it, do you feel like channeling
1: anything for me today? Yeah. Do you feel whatever you're feeling? Yeah, Work me, your magic, baby. What I would like to do is, um, mm-hmm. so, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm going to shift my demeanor a little bit because I am going to shift into. You, you do you. Thanks, girl. Yeah. So what I'm going to do is call in spirit messages. So if you're listening to this, it's for you. Uh-huh. And I may say, uh-huh, and may not look directly in a certain way, but I'm just letting spirit come through. I'm closing my eyes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm. We're seeing a lot in the collective right now about our health. Mm. I think there's a lot that is shifting us in a very physical way. If you're experiencing some new health things, if you're experiencing more pain than normal, we're really experiencing a very visceral way of sensing where our emotions sit in our body. And I see spirit guiding us to look at those places of pain, illness, or wherever we're experiencing stuckness in our body that feels very tangible, what emotions are attached to it. I'm also hearing November is really been challenging. And it's really been and not in a way that I think it's unbearable. I think it's in a very new way because we're finally actualizing all of these things that we've been calling in. And I think we're starting to see almost the breadcrumbs of the future we've been asking for.
0: Oh, yeah. I, I can totally relate to that.
1: And, I, yeah. and I'm and i feeling like all of these emotions that may be coming up, it feels like we're really all struggling to place what the hell it is. <laughs> and it's we're really being called to just feel it right now. Okay. I think the logic in our world wants us to understand the emotion before we just let ourselves feel it and right now they're saying feel it and let's sort it out later because it's letting go so that we can align with the future that we're wanting and i think part of my story and why spirit's mentioning is because there is a lot that's being moved out of our lives so that we have nothing to lose so that we can claim Mm. the life we've been asking for and i see that in my own life and i kind of feel like that's coming up again not only for me but in clients i'm also seeing this uptick the masculine so if you are listening to this and you are in the feminine energy and you trust the flow which i imagine that's a big part of why you're here this is the encouragement to share your woo Mm -hmm. share your spiritual connection with the masculine logical in your life you know this they're not i know so many of us worry that we've got our skeptic partner we've got our skeptic friend parent loved one This is the time to share because the collective is ascending. I agree. We are opening. They need a guide. They may have been a no for a very long time about this. This is the opening to call them into it. They're ready. But to remind you, it's not to swing the door open. You're cracking it open. It is also to say being gentle and breadcrumb it a little bit. I'm so grateful that Spirit breadcrumbed my woo with me. Because if I had it all at once, it would have been overwhelming. Let these masculine energies in your life that have been really feeling the struggle. Like I have to say, my client base went from 98% women to 2% men to 70-30. Okay. So it's really shifted and the masculine is seeking help and guidance. And so if you're feeling like your loved one is really struggling and they're feeling very rigid, they need your support and they need your woo too.
0: Okay. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thank you, Spirit. Thank you, guides. Thank you, Spirit. Guides. (laughs) Um, That's powerful and I think needed to be heard. Yeah. So thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank you for sharing that. I have um, some really fun questions that I'd love to ask all my guests. Okay. Come on and the first one is what is your sign but we know you're a pisces, pisces. you're a pisces sun <laughs> and you did mention
1: your moon and your rising can you mention that again yeah so i'm a pisces sun i have a gemini moon me too and a bir- that's why see i remember we had that okay. I, we had that conversation before which yeah. is that you know playful rat-a-tat you know yeah. we love to bounce ideas off each other yeah. we love to communicate we're not afraid to be seen in the com and in, in this space yeah. We are not afraid of it. It's actually quite fun for us. It's yeah. very much play. Yeah. Um, but I also have that Virgo Rising. I call that my admin day. Tell me about Virgo Rising. Virgo Rising okay. is for, and and in my experience, so Virgo is the sister sign to Pisces. So, oh, okay. I didn't realize that. Yeah. So where Pisces is the trust, the flow, and the channel, the mm-hmm. Virgo is the questions, the logic, and the, oh. yeah. And so the organization, so it really took me a long time to incorporate that Virgo-ness, the virgo about mm-hmm. me into mm-hmm. the woo, where I need mean my question asker. Yeah. Because I think when a lot of people start mediumship, they just go, what do you want to say? That's what we, ha- what do you want to say, spirit? And then the the Virgo comes in, no, we're here to ask spirit questions. Okay. Boom, boom, boom. Here's all the questions. So it's kind of like I'm getting into the flow of bringing that Virgo in, but
0: you embody all
1: three of those so well.
0: I like to, mm.
1: <laughs> and we should all That's embody so our, our big three. Yeah. So What's your rising? So my rising is Taurus. Mm, the stop, go, the Mm -hmm. passion and pause. Mm -hmm. I love a Taurus energy. And I think... Also stubborn. Actually, actually, (laughs) I feel like stubborn, I think, I think is a hard one to put on a Taurus. And I was listening to this recently. The Taurus, I don't want to say that you're stubborn, actually. I think... You really know what you want. Mm -hmm. See, that's how I see it. Mm -hmm. When everyone wants to label a Taurus as very
0: stubborn, I'm just like, I'm standing my ground. I think you're
1: standing your ground and you know what you want. And I think that it takes you a little bit longer to integrate new concepts. And so you're like, I am stubborn about this. And and I am probably. Even when I say stubborn, I hear Spirit go, it's not stubborn. I'm like, you're right. And it's more of this like, you've been focused on this one thing for so long, you're going to hold on to it. Mm. And it's just going to take you a little while to integrate this new concept. Oh my God, that is me. Now that I think about it. And you need to give yourself more permission to take time with it. So rather than being like, no, no, no. You're like, let me have some time with that and think about it. Okay. Okay. Very. Thank you. Yeah. I needed that. My Virgo's like, comes in. I'm like, Okay let me pull out the legal binder. Okay, what goes here? What goes there? Like I start to pros and cons everything in my mind first. Yeah. yeah. Um, but then our Gemini moons were like, we don't like to stay doing one thing all the time. Oh my God. That's so me. And that's why it's like, I didn't know that was this. part of
0: Gemini moon. Okay. It,
1: we don't like to just do one thing. That's so true. I have my hand in so many things. You, it, there's, you see it in your, in, um, and for us, it's around emotion. Yeah. So we don't really like to stay stuck long. No, we don't. Not at all. Not and and that comes up in like in physical emotional yeah. part like when even with our partner, we like to go through phases with them. Yeah. We like to go through, like, almost like we relish in the change of seasons with partnership. We're like, so we're kind of in a spot with you right now, yeah. but I'm kind of into <laughs> it. Like, for whatever reason, we have that. But there's also this, like, we love, like, the seasons and changing and flowing. But it is yeah. hard for us to get grounded sometimes.
0: Well, that, that, oh, it's very hard for me. And being an Aquarius sun, I'm total free spirit. Um, yeah, girl. And
1: I, it's very hard for me to be grounded. Very. Thank God you have that Taurus rising. I know, right? Because that, that's going to tell you when to, when to stop and rest. Yeah. And then it's go, go, go. And I think when I think of Taurus, it's, it's the energy of stop and go. Yeah. But you have to
0: like really trust your rest cycles. And I'm practicing doing that. I have just now got into, um, it's been over a year that I've been practicing that. And I'm now, I'm just now trying to get in the flow of that. So
1: it takes time. It
0: does. It takes a long time.
1: Um, what's your favorite color? I feel like my favorite color changes a lot. Oh, cool. And but right now God I love a burnt orange. I love burnt orange. But I have a lot in my life that's around the sacral healing and so okay so I kind of find myself leaning towards certain colors at different phases in my life yeah. and yeah. for a while I was like obsessed with yellow which was okay which was I was thinking solar, solar plexus, plexus and yeah. I was working with lemon quartz a lot and so yeah. I even think about like what crystals I incorporate with kind of so my favorite color I know that's a silly thing to think but I'm like actually I kind of changed my mind a lot on that you're the rainbow baby I
0: am the rainbow <laughs> <laughs> that might be my favorite answer um, you don't have to share this, because mm-hmm. um, I know some people keep this very sacred to themselves, mm-hmm. but what is your spirit animal or power animal, if you care to share? Oh.
1: Hmm. Or
0: your totems that come up every now and then. I'm
1: sitting with it. May have a moment to ponder? Because for a while, I really resonated with Fox, but I feel like, you know, again, it's that, I do feel like that changes. And you know... When I, when I see it in my... When I'm like, hey, spirit, what's my spirit animal right now? I see the this big shark that has the spots on it, but I cannot remember the name of that right oh now. Oh, my gosh. Um, I can't either. We'll have to circle back on that, yeah but when I think about... Shark energy, at the very I'm, least. I'm feeling shark energy, which I think often we think about... As a negative, yeah, or as something that's like I'm going to get this. But when I see this shark in my mind, I see this gentle flow and this n- getting what I want when I need to receive. And then I see it calculated too. It's calculated. It's thinking. It's it's yeah. it's intelligent. And I think I'm really leaning into that and allowing myself to attack what I want in life.
0: Ooh, oh. That's big energy. That's some boss bitch yes, energy.
1: Yes, honey, own that. Thank you, shark. Thank you, shark. Heck I will find yeah. out what specific shark. I just, like, it popped in my mind, like, I know exactly what it looks like. That's one hard, hard part about being a medium is yeah. I can see it so clearly in my You get the image, head.
0: like, the images. Is that kind of, like, one of your major clearances? Yes. Okay.
1: Mm-hmm. So, just a funny example before we, you know, finish today. I was working, you know, my friends are producers, and they love to create shows, and they do documentaries. Oh, cool. and they really want to work with me on a show eventually yeah and they recorded a piece for me and I was working with their family and uh they were like can he talk about the instruments that he played the grandfather and I was like sure and I'm sitting with it and the first thing I got was saxophone and I was like but there was this part of me that wasn't feeling confident in it. Mm. I was like, okay, I'm getting saxophone. And he's like, that was a family instrument, but it wasn't his instrument. Okay. I was like, well, okay, well, I've got a piece of it, so that's great. I could not, for the life of me, remember the name of it. And I was like, okay, I'm seeing... So then I had to, like, break it down. I'm like, I'm seeing finger placements. Yes. I see it being an air instrument, but I'm also seeing a movement like this. And I oh, was like moving, an accordion? And then it was an accordion. <laughs> but I had to like go down into all the different clairs and like what I'm yeah. seeing, what I'm feeling is yeah. the ocean, like yeah. what I'm hearing about it. And so, and it took me a minute to sort it out. Yeah. But it's so funny in mediumship. Sometimes it's like, it's hey, if you don't have the name for it, work out the other pieces. Play with the other clairs. It's not always about hearing it or perfectly seeing it. It's feeling it. It's knowing it.
0: Oh, thank you for that reminder. Yeah. Thank you for that cuz I tend to get caught up on what I'm seeing and what I'm hearing. And if it, if nothing is coming through,
1: I needed the reminder to tap into the others, Work right? All of them. The one yeah. I think most often people struggle with scent. Yeah, scent or for taste, sure. scent for me. So and, and I think when we think about scent, we're really expecting to smell it, mm-hmm. but actually it's like scent is memory. Mm -hmm. When we think Mm -hmm. about memories, we can almost remember what it smelled like. So if you tap into scent as though it were a memory, Mm -hmm. you may gather it more. Like, I remember it smelling like cigarette smoke when I went to grandma's house. Yeah. Or I remember walking with grandpa and smelling cut grass across the way, you know? So letting yourself remember scents based on the feeling of it like a memory. That's
0: a great tip, too. Yeah. Thank you. Um, What's your favorite crystal? Can you pick one? It's hard to pick Mm -hmm. just one. I, I totally... Understand that. I could that. pick
1: one. I just have yeah. to sit with it for a second. Yeah. Um. Hmm.
0: So one that like you just connect with. Deeply, You know, you're you know, always going to love it. I think it's, it's smoky quartz, to be honest. Oh, you're totally smoky quartz. I see smoky that quartz. 100%. So,
1: and, and I, because I was like, okay, spirit, like, what is it? And I'm, and I'm like, bitch, have you seen your grid? It has, like, four, <laughs> sm- four smoky quartz points on it. What do you think? And I was like, yeah. oh, I do love, like, the clarity, but also, like, the mysticalness about yes. it. Yes. Because it is clear, but it's also... Right. It's also it's not smoky. It's and oh wow, that is really re- representative of my whole life. It's I like, mean, it is truly that is you in a crystal smoky quartz. Okay, it is. smoky
0: quartz, <laughs> which is a great. Um, that's one of Doug's actual fa- favorites as well. Um, and then you've talked you've talked about how people can find you. Now, do you do things uh, just here locally? Are you able to connect distant? Oh, I,
1: virtually. I okay, work virtually. I love to work virtually.
0: Because I know a lot of our Crystal fan members are out of state or out of country, and they'll probably...
1: Yeah, I have, they I've, I've got connect. clients in other countries, other states. When you're booking on my website, there's a question. i will ask you what your virtual preference is. But I love to connect virtually, too. Okay, awesome.
0: Yeah. Yay, thank you. Um, Well, it's been a
1: blast. This has been so fun. I'm, I'm so grateful to each and every mm-hmm. one of you who's listening I'm grateful watching. for you. I'm grateful for you being our here. Our Gemini moons need me. a playtime. <laughs>
0: Seriously, girl. Seriously, I do need to get out and play. That's one thing Spirit has been telling me is to play more. So come to the sound bath. Okay, bring Doug. He'll be about it. (laughs) Doug, Doug is very open Mm -hmm. to everything. I I am definitely um, blessed in that department. Is that he supports all the woo in me, all the woo, Um, no matter how crazy and how woo I get. Sometimes
1: he is. I'm excited for his expansion. He is wor- I, I just, it, if Doug is listening to us later, I know how hard you're working on your shit, and we're all yeah. really proud of you, oh. and we're ready for you to expand and claim your power.
0: Thank you. Mm. Thank you. That will mean a lot to
1: him. Sending him love, as I'm in his house. <laughs> and,
0: and the reading that she gave him at that wedding, he was like, oh my god, Dana, oh my god, and he was like, you know, telling me everything that, that came through, and it was just like 100% everything he was experiencing in his life at that time, and, what's to come and it was it was just magnificent you are so talented thank it's you so, so much. amazing. you're so beautiful oh thank you your energy is beautiful just thank you for everything thank you for being a part of this of with me for the crystal community i just adore you i adore you yeah. too I, okay we're just gonna sit here and have a little love fest, <laughs> little love minute, fest okay yes. <laughs> um but until next time crystal fam be sure to um, like, subscribe if you enjoyed this podcast or this YouTube channel episode. Um, hey, if it really resonated with you, um, how about share it with a friend that might benefit from this information that's just going through psychic, mediumship, card divination, or anything metaphysical and spiritual related. We would be honored if you were to share that with them. This is how we grow. This is how we get people like Chelsea to be able to come on this channel and this podcast. and. Until next time, fam, I love you. Ah, Bye. Bye. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of The Crystalline Network. We hope you learned something today. Please like and subscribe to our channel if you haven't already and follow us on socials like Instagram and Facebook and reach out with any comments or suggestions you have for future shows. Don't forget to head on over to our shop at OurMothersCrystals.com for all the unique and quality products you want.